The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm a 53-year-old male. Okay. And I'm looking to go back to school to become an LPN. Okay. I was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. Yeah. About 10 years ago. Mm. Do you foresee any problems I might have with school or with a career in LPN or anything like that? Um, well, the question, that would be the perfect question for yourself, Martin. I don't know how, what, you know, how are you, how have you been since those, since you got diagnosed? Is it a history? Is it something that's in your past? Is it ongoing? You know, have you had any of the symptoms of it? Have you had any delusions or hallucination or paranoia since then? Uh, my voices have been down to a two for the past four years. Your what? I've been living in group homes. Okay. So, you know, you would need to call up uh, the LPN Association or the school that you're considering going back to and giving them all the data and being as accurate as you can with it. And, of course, schizoaffective disorder is when you have, like, mood disorder. You have swings, right, depression, and you have uh, maybe some acting manic episodes. And you also have, unfortunately, some of the symptoms of schizophrenia, which are either, I don't know what you had, whether it was delusions or hallucinations or uh, just disorganized speech or, you know, some of the things where you just feel like you're out of control. Right. It was voices that I had. The voices? You were hearing voices? Right. And is that managed now? Have you managed that well? Yeah, for the past four years, the voices have been down to a two, so I just barely hear them. I've been taking Risperdal. Yeah. And I'm on my medications daily. Okay. And what makes you interested in, you know, when you get into the nursing profession, there's little room for error. And if a voice tells you to give uh, a dose that you don't you shouldn't be giving, that may not be cool. No, what? So I've been home health care for 23 years working for quadriplegics and want to get it on the higher end of nursing. Okay. So you have had nursing experience, you're saying? Right. So you've been working. Are you? Did you say you were working in a group home or living in a group uh, facility? I live in a group facility. Okay. And as um, as uh, somebody, you're not the person running it or anything, correct? No. Okay. I live here. Have you asked them what their opinion is? You know, someone, maybe one of the professionals working there or affiliated with it? Well, they're encouraging me. I'm in... Uh what they call more independent type group home. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I what I admire is your desire to improve yourself, Martin. And the question is, there. You know, all of us have limitations. Uh, I don't have the memory that I would need to be a brain surgeon. Right. Because I the the amount of minuscule minuscule the amount of very specific focus detail is not something I've trained my mind to do to know every neural pathway and to know you know that that's that's like me being a rocket scientist. Um, no kidding. So you don't ever want to put yourself in a position where you feel like it's challenging in a way that's dangerous for yourself 
And I would say that, you know, an LP, you're already working with quadriplegics and you say, how is that going for you? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. You're already working with quadriplegics, and you say, how is that going for you? Uh, I had to quit working about eight years ago because of the voices, and I haven't been back to work since, but I had done it for 23 years straight. Yeah. Okay, so that that's a little different. If you've been out, I thought you were uh, you doing ongoing work with them, and it was just segueing way. If the voices are barely down now, what else have you considered? Because you want to give yourself a menu of options. It may be possible that, I mean, you, if you speak to the professionals and they say, yes, an LPN with the voices at your level, it seems like you would be able to do just, you know, some care work. You wouldn't, maybe they would put limitations on you. Like I took senior life, I took life saving and they told me that I passed it, but they would never allow me to be a, um, a lifeguard at a pool or at any beach because even though I passed it, I was terrified of the water. <laughs> so, you know, Aww. so it it wasn't that I was terrified, but it was not a natural for me. It was that I was anxious. I was trying to get over my own fear of the water. And so they passed me with the provision that I couldn't do X, Y, Z. You know, I couldn't work in the field, essentially. So there may be a situation where they say you can do limited work. I don't know the career of uh, being, being being an LPN. I don't know the details of it. They may give you, they may give you some boundaries where you can work within. If that's not the case, I wouldn't promise that to yourself. I would come up with some other things that are feasible because I do admire your desire to get back to work if you haven't been working for eight years. What else could you do, Martin? Hmm, that I'm not sure of. Uh, I could possibly be a CNA or a medical assistant, doctor's assistant. Okay, again, you want to be careful with anything with the voices, right? Right. So I'm trying to think of something that you could do where there's more room for error. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, so it's wonderful when you hit a tough one because what that allows you to do is it's a gift to get a question that allows you to think outside the square, meaning to come up with some more uh, items on the menu if you want to. You know, instead of having just one choice on your menu, an LPN or, or a med- the medical field, come up with a few more related things, or it doesn't have to be even related, but if you're something that's in that area that would be safe for you. 
Like I might right. be able, for me, with the life-saving, I might be able to teach the, do the, the book work with people, but I wouldn't do the actual water work because that's not me. So right. I would take that as a gift for yourself to expand your knowledge of, of yourself, what else you could do, and use that energy to see if you can get back to work in an area that's safe with uh, schizoaffective disorder. So listen, I thank you so much for the call. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. I was dating someone. Uh, it, it ended badly. He was my first. I loved him. And then he... Changed. Yeah. He got mean. Yes. And you didn't stop loving him. And that's from Buffy. And that may resonate with uh, many of us. Maybe you had a relationship where you just love the person and you felt that infatuation. There were definite character traits in the person that made you want to be with him maybe for the rest of your life. And what you didn't want to see and what came as, as just out of the blue was some abusive behavior or some... Uh, deal breaker behavior and yet the part of you that still loved him what do you do your mind is wrapped around that you have such a desire to deny the facts and yet is this person good for you long range or not and the answer is a resounding no but if especially if it's your first love it can uh, affect your view of romance and you don't ever want to get the feeling that love is futile for more dr kenner podcast Go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. When looking for your soulmate, you want a partner you are attracted to, both physically and mentally. You will spend most of your time with this person. Why would you want to be with someone whose appearance displeases you? Does this mean you can never let your hair down and have a casual day? Of course not. But if you don't value yourself enough to care how you look, you're not making yourself fully lovable, and you are announcing your lack of self-value in a revealing public manner. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.